0: So it's just been an absolutely unbelievable 13, 14 months. Mm -hmm. I mean, with everything that's gone on from the start, uh, you know, to coronavirus and everything else, it's, it's definitely been a roller coaster, but I wouldn't change anything.
1: All right. Episode 11 of Golf Needs You, a podcast where golf industry creators, entrepreneurs and professionals can walk us through their personal stories on their professional journeys and talk about how they got to where they are today. My name is Will Mayo. I'm the director of golf sales and business development at Rams Hill Golf Club in Brago Springs, California. And my guest today is Matt Fernandez. Matt is the founder of North Coast Golf Company. As a native Michigander, I am really excited about this one as North Coast was born in my home state. So, without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Matt Fernandez on episode 11 of Golf Needs You, presented by Cut Golf. All right, we now have my friend Matt Fernandez on. Matt is the co-founder. No, shoot, are you actually the co-founder or the founder, Matt? The founder. The founder, The actually. founder of North Coast Golf Company. Matt, thank you for joining. Me. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And since I've already kind of butchered the intro, can you tell us a little bit about, I always ask my first question. is you know, you're, in a, you're in an elevator with someone, a casual conversation. They ask you what you do for a living.
0: What do you tell them? Yeah, me? sure. Sure so I'd tell them I have my own business and then if it goes any farther um I basically say we uh we make the most comfortable and stylish gloves in golf um and then it kind of goes from there. it goes one to two ways from there you know they're either not interested at all and they're like <laughs> oh, okay cool cool sure. or they're super interested and they want to know everything about it so it goes uh one to two ways but that's what I usually tell them and then uh on the side apart from this I do some marketing projects a little bit of web design here or there but this is uh definitely the uh the
1: main project the main focus right now and we are both native michiganders and it's worth noting that you run and operate north coast from home in michigan right
0: yep yep in uh port here on michigan right now and that's not to say we are going to stay in port here forever but uh right now it's a good home with everything going on um so yeah that's where that's where we're at it's uh i think it's good in a sense because uh you know it's not in a bigger city where rent is more expensive. So that definitely helps
1: us keep our costs down. Sure. And and we'll definitely get there to what kind of think the future might be, but I want to get back to the inception Absolutely. a little bit. Do you have a, do you have a moment of inception that you remember for North coast? Oh man, it went back almost three
0: years now. I think, uh, back in college from businesses, uh, online, offline fitness business. So I was always an entrepreneur. Um, But, you know, I was golfing with my buddies one day and I kind of looked around and this is kind of when the style of golf is slowly starting to evolve and change. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I looked around and everyone had, you know, cool shirts on, cool shorts, cool hat, whatever. Uh, But no one had like a cool different golf club. We were all kind of rocking the same thing. And, you know, some had holes in it, some were just like black and dirty. And I was like, there's got to be a better way and there's got to be an upgrade to the golf glove game. Like everything else has evolved. Why? hasn't this kind of gotten there yet. So that's where we kind of started, uh, and, you know, where do you even start with something like that? So we just started with a ton of R&D, um, a ton of research online, getting different samples. We probably reached out to 20 or 30 manufacturers. Um, and a lot of them just came back and it was just absolutely not what we were looking really? for.
1: Really? Just um, jamming yeah. on Google?
0: Yeah, Google and, and a, a you once you get searching, you know, you can get pretty deep in the stuff. Um, so mm-hmm. that's kind of how it started, uh, just with a couple of Google searches and then more in depth, more in depth. And honestly, well, that probably took a good year to find exactly what we were looking for. And then from there, uh, starting to tweak it a little bit, different styles, see exactly what we can do, some different R&D. Um, and then the moment where we kind of came up with our name, we were golfing up north, actually. Um, when we were under Arcadia Bluffs and, you know, we were kind of tossing around different names, this and that, but nothing kind of really stood out yet, but we knew we wanted to kind of have this business. Um, you know, the sun's coming down there. I'm like, I think it was like 12, 13 or 14, mm-hmm. one of those holes. And we're just like, why don't we just call it North Coast and kind of play off that Northern Michigan vibe, you know, always grew up going up North. Um, you know, that's kind of where I really learned to uh, love the game. So, why not kind of pay homage to that and kind of play off that vibe you know that long summer days where you're golfing and where you're at the lake uh the bomb oh, whole yeah. on yards, so everything like that and you know from there we kind of ran ran with it and then uh basically built up a launch list basically telling people what we were gonna do, and then in May two thousand nineteen uh finally got off the ground,
1: Wow, so it's only been a little over a year
0: huh yeah, yeah, it seems like a lot shorter and uh a lot longer than that all in one it's pretty
1: crazy. <laughs> So when you look back on that first year, was it uh, was it more exciting or more intimidating or a mixture of both? I would say
0: definitely a mixture of, of both. You know, you don't really know what to expect in the beginning. You kind of just put this out there and, you know, obviously we did research beforehand, but still, are, are people going to like it? Are people going to you know, say it's just another glove or something like that? So um, it's nerve wracking in that sense. But, you know, once you start getting a little momentum, you get more confidence with the business and your product and everything else like that. Um, so it's just been an absolutely unbelievable 13, 14 months. Mm -hmm. I mean, with everything that's gone on from the start, uh, you know, to coronavirus and everything else, it's, it's definitely been a roller coaster. but I wouldn't change anything.
1: Yeah, man. I, I, um, I was saying to my last guest that, you know, Corona is, is awful. There's no way, no way around that, but it's, if nothing else, it's been like a fun challenge for, for everyone to be scrappy or creative in the face of it and. You know, if you can get exactly. through that, then what can't you get through? Um, exactly. Y- you went to Michigan State for business school, right? Yeah, I did. And had, I'm always curious. Like, did did that indelibly help? I don't know. That's a word. Did that did that have a huge effect on what you're doing now? Like, did you need business school to do what you're doing oh, now, or could you have
0: I think figured it out without I think, yes, it did help in a sense because I majored in marketing and minored in entrepreneurship. So there was always good classes and events and stuff to go to in that sense. Um, but I think the biggest thing that it helped me with, with was just kind of growing as a person and meeting, sure. you know, a lot of different people outside of uh, your hometown and stuff like that. So I think, yes, it did help um, in the sense that, you know, you you have access to a ton of resources that you might not otherwise but it also helps just growing as a person, meeting people um, and being around, you know, like-minded people and meeting lifelong friends and, you know, business colleagues and stuff like that. So um, I think it was yep. a great experience and change it.
1: Well, I, you know, i kind of theme of this for me has been the power of networking. And I mean, that's, that's what school was for me as much as anything else. It's like, you know, yep. rarely in this project or otherwise have I have I spoken to someone and, you know, they're kind of doing their dream thing and say, like, oh, how'd you get there? I was like Oh, you know, I found a job on Indeed and I applied and I got it. And it doesn't work <laughs> like that, like, or like teamwork online for any of us sports business people. Uh, you know, it just seems like, if nothing else, school for a lot of folks is just a way to open doors. And if you open enough, you never know what's going to be behind one of them.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's how I kind of uh, had it going into college, you know, um, obviously, mm-hmm the education is important, but making the connections and, you know, really pushing yourself outside of your, uh, your comfort zone goes such a long way. And there's so many guys who've helped me that I met in college guys and girls along the way that, you know, I just think that, you know, maybe if I didn't meet this person or that person, or I didn't, you know, talk to this person, you know, it'd be a, it'd be a completely different story now. Yep,
1: yeah, no doubt. Um, so going back to something that you previously had said, and, you know, again, it, it, it's meaningful to me because I like to support, everything and everybody I can from Michigan is is it harder to run your operation from the state of Michigan than it would be from Los Angeles or does it not make a difference with what you're doing you know I think you can look at this in a couple different ways
0: and I think my answer would have been a little bit different before coronavirus um, Mm -hmm. and everything that's happened but I kind of look at it as you know the way that the business world is kind of evolving just the world in general you don't really need to be in an office, uh, you know, five days a week, 40 hours a week. Um, So having access to workers where you can, you know, hop on a phone call or a Zoom or with Slack and talk to someone um, in a different country or, you know, LA or New York, I think that has a huge advantage because we can keep our costs low um, with office space right now. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, um, obviously that face-to-face, you know, working with a team, um, being in the office every day, I think definitely have, has its uh, benefits, but so far, I think everything's been going good here in Michigan. Um, and I definitely want to keep it that way. I don't know if we'll stay in Port Huron or Detroit or Chicago, but somewhere around the Midwest, we'll definitely call home here, um, in the next couple of years, maybe even Traverse City. We've kind of thrown that around. Oh, um, and that would be awesome. I know that's like kind of a dream to have, well, this is a uh, pre Corona too, but it kind of has a store up there, um, before oh, I okay. kind of hit the fan, but I think uh, definitely there's a lot more talent in those areas, but there's a lot of talent in the Midwest, too, you know, so um, you have access to everyone here in the Midwest, but, you know, through a couple of phone calls and Zoom and stuff like that, you have access to everyone else in the East and West Coast.
1: Well, and this could be a very wrong assumption for me, but does your method of sourcing play a a role in that? I mean, if if you were to try to source things in Michigan, does it make a difference or does it truly not matter? That does, you know, we've, we've thought about that pretty deeply
0: and I think the more and more we'll go on, the more and more we'll want to have things, um, based in the Midwest, but at the same time, we want to partner with the best suppliers we can. So whether they're in, you know, a different country or Chicago or New York or LA or North Carolina, um, we would just want to partner with kind of the best in the business. And, you know, there's a lot of great companies in Michigan too. So it's always that fine line of whether you're going to stay in Michigan with everything Michigan made or kind of uh, divide yourself
1: out from there. Yep. And, and for you right now, I mean, the overwhelming majority of your operation is direct to consumer, right?
0: Yep, definitely. So basically our year one goal was kind of just online kind of hammer it uh, direct to consumer and kind of see where we were at the end of year one. Um, and then back in I think late early March, right before Corona's um we kind of had a couple different connections with some retailers that we were going to move into. Um, and that was kind of going to be phase two is kind of start direct to consumer and then move into uh, some retail, retail locations if we can do that. Um, so that was kind of our goal. And then, you know, obviously with uh, everything that's happened, that slowed down a bit, but that's still our long, long-term long goal is still to be in some uh, retailers. But right now, we're focusing a ton on direct to consumer because you know, that's with 90% of the stores not fully opened all the way. It's kind of hard to get into retail and, and other oh, things sure. like that. So uh, direct to consumer. Yeah, I think it kind of opened our eyes too, right? So we can control everything on our website where we won't be able to control everything once we go outside of that. So I think it definitely plays a part with the retail and the pro shops and everything else. But having um, a home base where someone can just type in your website and go and buy whatever they need. And, you know, we have access to that customer data and we can talk to them and ask them what they want and stuff like that. I think that's massively, massively important in uh, what we're trying to do.
1: And and when you say retail, are you, are you mostly referring to golf shops? or Are you referring to like uh, big box stores as well?
0: Um, so both we, uh, we were in some talks with some pro shops here in Michigan um, they just don't have the money right now um, mm-hmm. to kinda of bring us in with everything happening, you know, they're already behind a couple of months. Um, but definitely pro shops, but we also have been talking to some bigger um sporting goods stores to kinda of do some test runs and some smaller, um like seven, eight locations and things like that. So not nationwide yet. Probably start out in the Midwest and you know, if everything goes good there, kinda of
1: move out from there and see how we're doing. And for you that with, with the goal of, of moving into retail a little bit, is that, is that primarily for visibility or just for another revenue extreme or what, what would be like the main reason for why uh, to stray away from?
0: Definitely visibility for one, but two, once someone actually puts on the glove, I know we can talk uh-huh. about it all day. We can say this or that, but you know, a lot of people aren't going to believe that because you know, who, who are we, you know, there's titles, there's all these other huge brands. So having it sit alongside some of those and, you know, maybe they see an ad online or they know who we are and then they can go into their local uh, retail store there and it's sitting in front of their face. They can try it on. And, you know, whether they purchase it there or on their website, um, they can actually feel the glove, put it on, get their sizing and stuff like that. So I think that Hmm. plays a huge part in it, just uh, having the feel and getting it in people's hands. So like we went to the Michigan Chicago golf shows and, you know, people see the gloves and they're like, oh, that looks like a nice glove. But until they actually put it on their hand, Um, It's a completely different story. So I think that's a huge part of it. So the visibility um, getting it in people's hands and just the brand awareness to be in these larger stores, I think is, is important. But I think at the same time, you don't want to expand yourself uh, too far where you kind of lose that niche uh, niche ability, you know, smaller, smaller scale things.
1: Well, I can vouch for, you know, how the gloves feel. I, I, this is a free ad right now, but honestly, I think it might be my favorite glove I've ever worn. Like, it's an awesome glove. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It, it took a lot of work to get there, but um,
0: once people do get on, they'll, you know, they say that. Uh, they say, you know, it's super comfortable and everything else like that. And what they usually say in the end is, I wore, you know, X glove before, and I don't think I'll ever wear that again.
1: Hmm. Well, and I'm going to try to ask an intelligent conversation, an intelligent question based on this, and I'll see if I can articulated yeah. so i had a you know we had, I had a friendly friend and he was involved in um marketing for like one of the big trendy water companies yep. you know water company x whatever it was and he said you know it, it really wasn't about selling the best water it wasn't about making the best water it was just about marketing and promoting their brand of water because water's kind of water right and you know with with prefacing all this by saying I think it's one of the best gloves I've ever worn but is there a part of you is like is the game really creating the best glove or is the game just trying to best promote the glove that you have that's a great
0: that's yeah no that's a that's a great question I and I I think it's both right I think to market the best you want to have the best product or at least you know top five whatever it is in your industry I think if you have a terrible product, you can market it really good, but eventually it's gonna catch up to you where it's like, okay, this product, maybe it's marketed really good, but it sucks, you know? So I think you do have to have a very strong product. You know, a lot of people say glove is a glove, but we're trying to go a little far, further with, you know, slightly different designs, uh, more comfortable, last a little longer, whatever it may be. Um, but also you have to have that ability to market and make yourself different. So we kind of have that Northern michigan kind of north coast vibe that we want to play off of um so marketing and branding um is obviously a massive massive part and you might have the best golf club in the world but if you can't market it if you can't speak to the people and you can't kind of build that idea mindset in someone's head then you're not going to make it Hmm. and no one's going to know what your product is
1: yeah yeah absolutely it's it's tough and like you know for any anyone who's deep into golf Instagram or whatever right now as, as I am, you know, there's, there's a yeah. lot of trendy golf companies out there and, and I've worn a couple of them and they've worn out rather quickly, but it's like, they're still pretty objectively cool. It's like, I don't know yeah. where the line is for how you best succeed in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think it's a combination of both, but I, I guess for us um, only time will tell, you know, cause I think we do have a really good product and, I mean this is kind of biased but I think our brand is pretty pretty cool too so if we can just keep yep. that up keep marketing the way we're marketing and keep growing in that sense um I mean we got a new website coming out here in the next couple months too that'll take us probably to the next level hopefully um if we can do all these little things right you know hopefully we can make it uh in the long hmm.
1: run Is it and and speaking of the long run is it is it always going to be gloves or are you looking to do other things or Definitely
0: so that is always at least right now that is going to be our flagship kind of product where we're kind of known for having the the best gloves, but we also want to introduce some new products in the future. So we've done some really cool collabs uh, with companies like bubble Whips, Jones bags and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But our thing, what we want to do the most sales in um, and be known for is definitely the golf glove. And then obviously once you have that kind of core product that you're known for, Um, You can expand off in other things where it's like, you know, they have high quality gloves. Why wouldn't they have high quality hats or, you know, bags Hmm. or whatever else? Yep. Um,
1: And then you mentioned earlier that you you still kind of do some other things on the side. I mean, how how long until you envision this being just totally all of your attention all the time? Or maybe it already is. Uh, It's crazy. So uh, in the
0: last six months, it was it was probably split. 50 50 and now it's like 95 5 just because of wow. how fast we're uh we're growing so honestly i'm, I'm basically almost there um and we kind of want to expand um another division of north coast but that's like a, a longer term um goal that kind of combines other things that we're good at uh, but right now just the north coast brand and everything that there is to do with running a business it takes a ton of time and that's kind of you know, where most of my time, 95% of my time um, is right now.
1: And are, like uh, the breakdown of, of labor, is it primarily you right now?
0: Yeah. So I definitely have a lot of close friends and family that help me out a ton um, with different things. But as far as, you know, on the books, it's it's me, but I've got really close friends I work with from college um, and, and a ton of different things that they do for me from, you know, videography and photography um, to helping out with some designs and other things like that. And then uh I've got my brother kind of working more on the sales side with some uh different pro shops and stuff like that, more on the East coast. Um And then my girlfriend has been so, so helpful with everything else and, you know, lucky enough to have a family that supports me. So, although I do a lot of it, um I cannot take all the credit because there's a lot of people that can help out.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I've got three last questions and none of them are as hard of, of hitting. The first one (laughs) I have, um, speaking of free ads, just because I love Michigan, I love Michigan golf. Are there any other golf companies based out of Michigan that you've worked with or that you think are doing cool things?
0: Yeah. So, uh, Winston collection that does like head covers. They're out of Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. They're out of, uh, Rochester, which is about an hour or so for me. Um, we met them towards the beginning of, um when we launched and that's where we get our most of our head covers made right now i mean they just do a terrific job um andy the uh the owner over there he's just terrific guy so everything every time we work with them we always have high quality products and you know we can bounce ideas off each other and stuff like that um so that's a great one and then there's a couple other small ones i don't really i can't remember the names off the top of the head but there's a couple different uh cool ones i think east side golf actually might be out of michigan too towards detroit okay. Um, but yeah, there's a couple different cool ones that, uh, you know, we've worked with and hope to work with some uh, other ones in the future. Definitely.
1: Man, I think Michigan golf is just primed to explode. I think that all like tr- little tr- corner of trendy golf Twitter and like golf architecture, Twitter loves Michigan golf. And I just think that it's really like an awesome place to be kind of doing the startup thing right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, um, you know, there's, there's a lot more cool cities in Michigan than I think people think too. So, you know, you get up north towards Traverse City and um, Petoskey and all those small towns and then, you know, down the West Coast and stuff like that, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo. Grand Rapids
1: has a lot of good golf. Yeah,
0: and everywhere you go, there's there's cool courses. I can't really think of any any place in Michigan that doesn't have a, at least a couple of good courses. You know, the UP's got Gray Walls and Sweetgrass and a, a ton mm-hmm. of different courses, and then uh, Traverse City is just – an absolute hotbed of courses so anywhere you kind of go there's good golf uh there's always cool people and there's always cool things that see and do
1: Ah, and that reminds me i'm gonna go jump so far backwards in this interview right now but (laughs) i can do that because it's my podcast (laughs) um you mentioned traverse city and then you had i totally forgot to follow up on this you mentioned about opening a store were you thinking of opening like a brick and mortar up there
0: so basically how this started was you know i always thought it'd be kind of cool to have a retail store. And then we went to the Chicago and Michigan golf show. And at the Michigan golf show um, we took so much time just planning other booths set up. And I, I just found it very fascinating um, from the, you know, aesthetics to uh, the look and feel of the store and the way people would move through it. I thought it was super cool. Um, And kind of having that in-person brand experience where you can kind of control everything from, you know, the smell to the look to everything else. Um, I thought that was just amazing, and people loved the way it looked, and like I think it kind of hammered our whole brand vibe and feel um so right after the show, I was just super into it um, <laughs> like obviously not this year, not next year, maybe not even a couple of years, but down the road, would it be possible um and then kind of everything hit the fan uh with coronavirus, so it kind of took me back and you know really thinking, do we want to do this? Is this a good idea because? I mean, if you got a retail store and you're closed down for three, four, five months, I mean, that is a huge, huge hit to your business. Um, So I definitely think it's a dream of ours because I think it would just be amazing and and so cool to have something up in Traverse City or Petoskey where someone could come in. You know, they're on a trip to Northern Michigan. They're playing, whether it be Arcadia or Forest Dunes or any courses around Traverse City or Petoskey um, to kind of come in and that'd be like one of their must-stop at stores to kind of pick up some uh, limited edition gear or whatever it may be uh, from the North Coast HQ. I think that would be awesome. That would be so cool. So it's definitely uh, a vision of ours, whether that um, actually comes true or not. I guess time will tell, but uh, it would just be awesome for us. And just living up there in general, it's a super, super nice area, and it's always growing. And like we just talked about, there's, there's so much to do, so many cool courses. So, you know, why not?
1: yeah well for the creative like entrepreneurial mind uh, just having your own place where you can do whatever you want would sounds just incredibly fun but for the reasons you said i can understand why that's not the first on your to-do list <laughs> exactly uh, uh, all right two more questions well two and a half do you think there's going to be college football this season oh man. i i i'm
0: i am nervous i i think that um uh, just what we've seen over the last couple of weeks where you know it seems like at a school, one person might have it. And then next thing you know, it's like 20 or 30 people are quarantined. So I think that combined combined with like, you know, traveling from Michigan to Nebraska or Michigan to Maryland and stuff like that, I think that's going to be a massive challenge um, for college football to kind of figure out. But I think right now, knock on wood, we will have it. But if you ask me come fall when, you know, things might spike up, um, it might be a little different, but I am all in. I we I think the American people need this right now um, yeah. just to kind of take their mind off things. You know, no sports besides golf is like the only sport that's being played right now, basically. Um, I know. So, I was,
1: got a little scared when, you know, that Watney test came out that it was going to plummet. But, you know, the good news would be as a Michigan fan for you as a Michigan State fan, if there was no college football, <laughs> You guys won't beat so terrible. <laughs> we can't lose you can't lose the Vegas over and under is four and a half games one from oh. Sparty this year. Are you oh. taking the over or the under?
0: Over. I I mean, I think I think with a new coach, I think they're gonna they're gonna turn it around. But whether that takes the first year, I, I don't know. But I think down the road, two, three years, four years, <laughs> I think they're gonna be pretty good. But I think they just uh they definitely plummeted hard the last couple of years and and uh they last year I was actually at the Michigan Michigan State game and I knew we were going to get spanked but it was kind of just something like we've done it to you guys in the past so I got to support the team whether they suck or whether they're really good so <laughs> um it was uh it was, <laughs> it was pretty brutal to be at, especially with uh my dad and brother are both Michigan fans but
1: uh luckily yeah. my uncle was there kind of rooting with me but yeah man you guys stomped us Yeah, that was great. All right, last question. If anyone has made it through all this Michigan babble, we're going back to North Coast Golf. Final question, question I ask every guest. uh, Put you on the spot. People seem to hate this, but I do it anyway. (laughs) Do you have any breaking news that you would like to share on the Golf Needs You podcast regarding North Coast?
0: So I guess a couple different things. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, I don't know if it's breaking news, but it's kind of breaking news to us. Um, New website is in the works just so we can –
1: upgrade our direct-to-consumer a thousand percent and then we've got and what is that website matt for those who want to check it out right now
0: um our website is just northcoastgolfco.com or northcoastgolfcompany.com you type in either one okay. and it'll pop up there um but and we're also on amazon too if you want to check us out but basically just taking our website's good right now but just taking it to the next level and more back end too for uh just to make things a lot easier in our end Um, upgrading the website is definitely at the top of our list beyond that we've got some more inventory coming in early July so we're out of a couple cool uh, glove models right now or styles whatever you want to call it Um, so that will be super cool when they come in that's going to be early July and then we have a ton of different uh, collaborations and stuff like that coming out um, all the way through July Um, and what else We got something cool coming for if the U.S. Open happens. So if it happens, we'll have something cool. Um, I don't know if you saw like our Masters kind of collaboration. Um, I did. But we are basically almost sold out of that. But we might bring that back uh, November 2. So we're kind of waiting to see. Obviously, right now it looks like everything's going to happen. But kind of waiting to see if it's a full go before we kind of pull the trigger on that.
1: Wow. That's a lot of
0: breaking news. Yeah, man. I, I, I'd i like to think so. I mean, new website, some more inventory and stuff like that. Um, it's all good on this end. So thank you for having me. I appreciate
1: it. Well, and then one last piece of breaking news, maybe hopefully we can even have a collaboration between Rams Hill and North Coast for the Rameter that we're working on. Definitely,
0: man. That'd be awesome. I think, uh, I think those mock designs we made are pretty cool and I think people definitely love it just because, you know, it's, it's a custom glove. It's got the rameter on it. Um, and it's a
1: high quality glove. So it's kind of the best
0: of both worlds. There you
1: have it. Matt Fernandez, Matt Fernandez founder, not co-founder. That was the worst intro I've ever done in 11 <laughs> episodes of this. But thank you for being a good sport. And thank you for uh, sharing your time with me. Yeah, well, hey, thanks a lot. And,
0: uh, you know, I wish Michigan the best of luck this year. But when it comes to the green and white, I, I hope he beat you. <laughs> All right, brother. Go, go blue. Go green. Take care, man.
1: I'm playing golf this weekend
0: I'm on the tee box swinging I have my phone up on airplane mode I'm on the fairway lighting up a stone.